All right. I don't know why I just sang that, but hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Infinite Journeys. As always, I'm your host, Tony Z, joined by my co-host, Asher. That was a really energetic opening. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know why I decided to sing it there, but it just kind of happened. <laughs> just kind of came out. I did drink, like, I don't know, a little bit of a Dr. Pepper earlier, and then I tried some kind of new energy drink earlier today, and it wore off after, like, 20 minutes. I was like, well, I'm never getting this again. That's a bummer, yeah. But for anybody listening, we have a very, very special guest today. This is a very close friend of mine and old co-host of my old show, Everything With The Podcast, that I did in, well, I started in 2019. We recorded together in 2020. Twisted Joker is with us. What's up, everybody? How's it going? So uh, Twisted Joker is here. He's going to do a little bit of News Gone Wild with us. And then Asher, we're finally going to get into our ass, ass, <laughs> ass dust falls conversation. <laughs> I, I don't you were know just going to say it that way like cussed. three more times. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I don't cuss. So I don't know why that came out like that. But <laughs> as dust falls is uh, the game that we're covering that we were supposed to do a few weeks ago. I don't know. We've been saying we were going to do it, and then we kept putting it off. But Well, I, stuff kept happening. Yeah, I still only finished the first book in yep. it, but I think that's going to give us enough to talk about. I, I think so, too. And, you know, we'll get to that when we get there. So, Yeah, I mean, really, this is kind of a reunion episode for me and Twisted Joker. which is Kind, kind of, of a little too. bit. It's a reunion for you and a meeting of you and my new co-host, Asher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, it's about time I get two of my closest friends together on that same show. (laughs) Now next we'll have to get Neil on an episode and have like all four of us (laughs) on Neil's 900th episode. Oh, Asher, (laughs) last time that he was on when we stopped recording, I was like, I told Asher that I was going to like invite you to be our third. But I was, and then I was like, but I didn't want to become your like third podcast. And he was like, well, and I was like, oh, I didn't want to become your fourth podcast. And he was like, well, (laughs) and I was like, I didn't want to become your hundredth podcast. Yeah, he's got a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. Yeah, he's got some stuff he's working on. But I just thought that was so funny. I was like, man, I kind of wish I was still recording when that happened, because that would have been good. But as always, the number of times last episode, you were like, all right, I think that wraps it up. And then uh, you guys just carried on. Yeah, I just kept going. I couldn't stop talking. I was like, I, I, know. Neil, I don't know what it is about <laughs> you, but I can't shut up. <laughs> it was entertaining. I was like, if I talk to you any longer, my wife's going to get jealous. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> but to begin the show, we have always got our news gone wild, which I know, Asher, you're probably excited for because you weren't here for it last week. Oh, I listened. But yeah, I'm always excited to hear the new stuff. I found a few. I actually found a new site which gave me even more stuff. So I'm going to start with the lightest and then work towards the craziest. I think that's Ooh, that's a good okay. plan for tonight. Yeah, that's right. I was on 8750 podcast last night and I gave them strange news because they always ask me to bring it. No, I didn't give them the best. That's for us. <laughs> <laughs> I found good stuff, but I saved the best for my podcast. Uh, the first thing we got is Monkey calls 911 and gets police to come to the zoo to investigate. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the monkey got a hold of somebody's cell phone and called 911. That's a Des- smart little shit. Dispatchers tried to call and text the number back but received no response, which led to dispatchers sending a squad car to investigate the call. That's, That's a- funny. I can only imagine how that happened was, you know, when you lock your phone and like kids trying to open it or something, they're just mashing buttons and it pulls up the, if you need to like emergency call, it pulls up like 911 or at least shows you the number kind of thing or press here for emergency, whatever. Different yeah. phones are different, but I'm guessing that's how the, the, the monkey got there. But the fact that it was like, oh yeah, it's, it's telling me to push this series of buttons. I'll do that. You know, that yeah, is and it. It says Intense. they got there and they just stared down a group of very confused zookeepers who denied calling them. <laughs> right. <laughs> they didn't know what was going on. It was Root the Capuchin Monkey. Uh, what? what the the Root, R-O-U-T-E, R-O-U-T-E. Capuchin Monkey. They're like those little... Here, I can help you both out right now. It's like a cappuccino, but with a monkey in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can say that. <laughs> Here, I'm going to help you both out right now. Oh my goodness. Asher, I almost forgot how to do this. I just did it last episode and I already forgot how to do it. There we go. I got it. <laughs> oh, it's one of them little guys. <laughs> yeah, that's root. That's fine. Oh, look at the look on his face. I don't know what this video is. But yeah, here's <laughs> here he is even littler. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's he, right. That's that's the benefit Twisted Joker that we have now. When we used to record, we used that old Uber conference. I couldn't share screens with you to show you stuff. Now I actually can. <laughs> yeah, right. That that monkey looks like the kind of one that would be checking out your phone anyways, asking you if you got games on it. I know. How <laughs> many how many times in the last like four episodes have we had monkeys doing something? We always have at least one animal one. It's been monkeys a lot lately, though. Remember yeah. they were stealing kids? One threw a kid off a roof. This one's stealing phones. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Can't trust a monkey with their hands. <laughs> no, you definitely can't. Apparently, you can't trust an Italian rooter. An Italian rooter. An Italian reporter with an inflatable banana. <laughs> Italian hey, reporter attacks work. rowdy football fan with inflatable banana on transfer deadline day. <laughs> well, That's that was that was a sentence. I I don't know that I parsed that properly. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting live outside Stanford Bridge, an Italian journalist decided to get his revenge upon one unruly football fan who began to ambush him with a giant inflatable banana. Giant inflatable banana. So what did the report? It says the reporter attacked the fan. Oh, so the fan was hitting him with the banana and then he decided to attack him. Yeah, that kind of sounds like a mess around and find out kind of situation. Like, why <laughs> yeah. would you even swing an inflatable banana at somebody like You've got a banana. They have, I don't know if it's a reporter, they could have a camera, fists, like anything. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't start stuff with an inflatable banana. Neither would I. After creeping up on the unwitting journalist, the bearded fan begins to repeatedly poke the reporter with the inflatable fruit and rub him exuberantly on the head. <laughs> that sounds really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds a little kinky. Yeah. Initially, the reporter remains stoic in the face of the annoying antics. Yet after just under 20 seconds of irritation, he finally snaps with hilarious consequences. Oh, there's pictures of it, too. Yeah. Let's see how big the banana is. <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> it actually is pretty freaking big. Oh, that's let's fantastic. See. Asher, I'm tasking you to describe the banana to the audience. All right. Let's see what I can do here. Here we go. Oh. oh. The, the way he's looking in the background. <laughs> yeah, so he's looking over this reporter's shoulder like he like like he just found out he was his dad that never came home or something. Like he he's got business with this guy. Here's the and, reporter above. Yeah. Yeah. The the banana is, I don't know, probably a good what three feet long or so. Yeah, it's bigger than life size. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, here we go. Here was the first picture. He, I should have started just, like, with that one. Jabbing him in the cheek with it. And it looks really uh about how you would expect it to look. Yeah, it almost <laughs> looks photoshopped because of like the discrepancy on their faces. Because the guy doing the banana poking, he doesn't look concerned at all. Like he 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 looks like he's just like there, like not paying attention to class or something. And the reporter just looks like he's giving a report. Honestly, yeah, the reporter's just trying to be professional as possible until that, right? <laughs> until he snaps <laughs> and chucks it. Oh, uh, I don't know what that is, but that's not a banana picture. No, no, that's, no, that's, that's disturbing. <laughs> Now you have to stare into its eyes. <laughs> All right. Next thing we got frozen excrement dropped from plane crashes through house roof. Nice. Um, that would suck. Yeah, that sounds like a bad situation. A Canadian woman has claimed a frozen lump of excrement from a plane passing overhead ripped through the roof of her mother's house. She was woken up by a crashing sound and saw a huge hole in the ceiling in the hallway less than 15 feet from where she was sleeping. The 36-year-old teacher had been staying with her mother overnight after returning from a trip to Cuba. So, Jeez. like, I, I really hope insurance pays for that kind of thing, you know? But yeah. past that, it, other than the hole in your roof, as long as you get to it while it's still frozen and, like, you weren't, like, out of town and come back and then it's, like, all melted into the carpet on top of a hole in your roof, that's just like insult yeah. to injury at that point. Here's what's really crazy. Both the insurance appraiser and the roof repairman who visited the next day said it was the strangest thing they'd ever seen because the roofer who inspected the damage said there was no rotting wood in the roof. And before the incident, the outer shell of the house was solid. So that thing hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I it fell out of a plane. How big was it? <laughs> Tears a giant <laughs> hole in your roof. Well, I mean, if it was my daughter, it was pretty good size. She plugs the toilet like... All someone's, the time, and she's like six. So someone's dropping tree trunks. <laughs> <laughs> dropping tree trunks out of the planes. She's yeah. 
Man pleads for help on Twitter after falling asleep in shop massage chair. What? I guess he fell asleep in the chair and then got stuck inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was really confused for a minute, but I, I guess that would be the only way. Like, what I'm else would to... you be calling for help for? Help, I'm too comfortable. Yeah, it says, <laughs> oh, man, I'm locked in. Man pleads for help on Twitter, though. Oh, oh, so wait, he was in a shop. They closed up, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Under it, it says manager apologizes for staff's failure to notice man was still enjoying the mechanical back rub when locking up. And they, they, did. they, they knew he was there. There's no way you don't notice somebody, you know, passed out in your establishment. Yeah, I feel like you had to know that. For sure. I think I it had my kind of I lost it. It might kind of depend on how big the store is, too, though. Yeah, that's true, because you don't always check all the corners. Sometimes it's just time to go. Yeah. It looks, I mean, the picture just shows a bunch of people sleeping in massage chairs, to be honest. There's like six people all <laughs> sleeping in the chair. <laughs> Imagine if all six of them were, for, <laughs> were left in there. That'd then be you'd wild. be like, okay, something is definitely up. Yeah, definitely would be there. In other news, rabbits surf on sheep's backs to escape rising floodwaters. Uh, if it works, I guess. <laughs> it's weird. I'm surprised yeah, the crazy. sheep are okay with it. It looks like the sheep are just running and the rabbits are just riding on top of them. It's clever little creature. That's true. What the heck? Godzilla iguana filmed in studying footage? What? Godzilla. It must be a huge... The large lizard was filmed off the cost. Cost. Oh my goodness. It's one of those nights, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> the large lizard was filmed off the coast of the Galapagos Islands. Huh. It's been nicknamed Godzilla. Oh, okay. I wish you would tell so, me how big it actually is. It's not actually Godzilla. Not that no. I really thought it was, but. <laughs> yeah, they just nicknamed it that because of how big it is, I guess. I guess it's a marine iguana. Which, uh. Let's see. Marine iguanas are the only found on Galapagos Islands and the only known lizard to forage in the sea. It is believed to be capable of diving over 30 feet below the surface. Huh. Dang. And the reptiles are actually vegetarian and only feed on algae. Well, that's actually a surprise. Even though it would probably be alarming to run into one, especially if you're calling it Godzilla. Oh, holy hmm. crap. Okay, I gotta share this with you guys because there actually is a video. And Asher, this time there's not like a video with no payoff. <laughs> <laughs> It actually shows the thing, and it's definitely big. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a moment like that and not comment on it. Okay, here we go. Look at the size of that thing. That does... Oh, wow. Yeah, that's Dang. pretty big. It kind of reminds me of uh, Komodo dragons, like in Far Cry, when they like chase you down. It's so <laughs> weird, like just seeing it cruise around in the water, because it just looks like a big iguana, you know? A huge iguana, I should say, but it's yeah, just, just under the water, living chilling. life underwater. Yeah. Just okay. I see why around. they call it Godzilla. That, I, th I think that's right there. Yeah. Named. Yeah. 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 It looks a lot like Godzilla when it's like kind of swimming in the water, the way it swims. Yeah. That thing was huge. That's yeah, all that I got, actually. I thought I had more, but I don't. <laughs> Uh, that so was, that's uh, it for animal centric. I'm I'm surprised we didn't have any creepy dolls or vampires or naked people. Oh, you know <laughs> what? There was a naked person one, and I just forgot on which website it was. Let me go back uh, and try to find. <laughs> yeah, quick, just uh, throw in your search bar "naked people" and see what you I'm get. I'm pretty sure it was a <laughs> naked drunk blonde that was found laying down on the roof of their car. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure uh, you don't want to search that set of terms either. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm going to the exact <laughs> website, so I don't have to see that. <laughs> oh, here we go. People disgusted by video of woman putting pregnancy test inside Popsicle and making boyfriend eat it. Yes, I saw that. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah, she used the, like, the, the stick pregnancy tests, you know? Made yeah. the, made it into a Popsicle like with the, the thing you like throw in the freezer using the, the test as the handle. And then gave it to him. And as he was eating it, he finally got to the point where he was like, what is this? She's like, surprise, we're having a baby. That's, That's really insane. messed up. Yeah. That's kind of gross. 
I mean, the only thing that'd be grosser than that would have been like a tampon. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there's some freak out there <laughs> that would do it. But... It wouldn't surprise me at this point. No, I found the article. Virtually naked, drunk blonde found asleep on top of car wearing just socks and pants. So that was that article. <laughs> Virtually naked, huh? Virtually naked, I guess because they had socks and pants on. <laughs> well, how do they know they didn't have underwear on? Well, if they didn't have anything else on. <laughs> <laughs> so I would assume if you had pants on, you have underwear on too. But not well, always, maybe. but... I guess that depends on how far down the pants were. How, how far down can your pants be and you're still, quote-unquote, wearing pants? I mean, right. judging from this picture, that ain't pants. That's like a thong. <laughs> so, I don't know how... What country is this in that they're considering that pants? There you go. Probably not here. There you go. <laughs> also, that doesn't look like blonde hair. That looks like brunette. Yeah. Yeah. To me. Wearing just socks and pants asleep on top of car. Yeah, they're really calling that pants. Unless it's like swimming trunks. Oh, well, that that's a man. Yeah, it's definitely a man. I, was gonna say. I said drunk blonde, but it actually says drunk oh, bloke. bloke. I read it wrong. Yeah, I read okay. it wrong. <laughs> that explains a lot because I'm looking at it. I'm like, that, that looks like a dude, but I don't know. Maybe. Oh, not. there we go. There's the full. Imagine you just like wake up in the middle of the night and you look outside. You see that? <laughs> Read read the caption underneath that photo. This the man has an outrageously violent wedgie. <laughs> oh, you uh, know what? That's the title of the episode: outrageously violent wedgie. I mean, that's a good that's episode pretty title. Good. I mean, I've been trying to name them pretty catchy lately. What was it last week? I don't oh, remember. So. I don't remember. I don't remember either. It I was listened, good, but I didn't. Oh, hallucinogenic honey bear. That's right. <laughs> Because it was bear, literally a bear that ate hallucinogenic honey. That bear did look like he had <laughs> had a good time and was sleeping it off. Yeah, that bear was tripping. <laughs> I'm just glad that somebody like found it and took care of it. What the heck? People are mind blown by image of British street that isn't actually real. What? An I mean? AI image generator has left people mind blown by its creation of a British street that doesn't actually exist. Oh, okay. So somebody put in the the program, hey, make a British street, and it it's so realistic and lifelike. It looks real. That's cool. Here we go, Asher. Ready for our uh, more naked people? Always. Or naked dolls. <laughs> this will cover both in the same, oh, in the same article. <laughs> I don't know if I want this anymore now. <laughs> people are sending their worn out sex dolls for rejuvenating spa days so they come back good as new. <laughs> this is wow. <laughs> Well, I can imagine no is there's somebody in there doing like a uh, like a tarp patching and stuff, like just repairing <laughs> holes and like reapplying like the face paint and the lipstick and everything. Yeah. Speaking of, Urban Explorer finds terrifying doll with bleeding eyes at abandoned hospital. So we do oh, have yeah. dolls for once. Yeah, maybe maybe don't go wandering in abandoned hospitals and you won't find cursed dolls. <laughs> I mean, I'd do it. Yeah. And uh, what would you do if you went to file a missing deed under your name only to find out that you've been listed as dead? Because that actually happens. A man went to file a police report about a missing deed under his name only to find out he's been listed as dead. Uh, I wonder if that's like an identity back. That happened in Malaysia. Oh, you might not have to worry about that so much. (laughs) <laughs> he wanted to transfer the name of a two-person gravesite that he and his wife had purchased over to a relative due to financial struggles. But when he couldn't find a deed for the grave, he went to file a police report, only to discover that he couldn't do that either, as he's listed as dead. I wonder if they listed him as dead when he bought the gravesite. Maybe. He's 71 years old, and he's also a funeral van driver. <laughs> the irony there. <laughs> that, yeah, that's pretty entertaining. You know, just tied to his job like that. <laughs> And according to his complaint, his death status has yet to been rectified, even oh, though he had tried wow. to file a complaint. Wow. That would be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even sure how something like that would happen. <laughs> the, the, what I was thinking originally was like maybe somebody was trying to steal his like insurance money or something. Uh, yeah. But true. 
I don't know on that one because he filed the complaint and it's still going on. 106-year-old great-grandmother gets a naked butler to celebrate her birthday. <laughs> Gra- <laughs> Granny's partying. <laughs> well, I wonder if that's like a one-day butler gig. Like, how, how do you get that job? <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, you're probably a stripper, I would assume. I mean, the guy's shirtless with a bow tie and a uh, curved, curved, oh my goodness, that's from A750, and a COVID mask. Oh. <laughs> He's wearing the mask. He's masked up. The grandma's not, but he is. <laughs> Did you know there's a weird conspiracy theory that Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock are both vampires? <laughs> no, no, I did not know that. That is, I was just, I saw that new wild. movie that Sandra Bullock was in the other day, and I was like, she still looks young as crap. So I don't know. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Fisherman's half man, half dog sighting leaves Bigfoot expert baffled. Half what does man, it take to become dog. a Bigfoot expert? Do you just say you're an expert and everybody believes you? I think so. There might be a place where you can buy like a certificate. <laughs> I feel there probably is. Because I feel like you can get licenses or certificates for a lot of things just randomly by just requesting it. All right. I think that's everything, Asher, because now I just got into that alien guy again that we talked okay. about. That went to amputate his leg. Yeah. No, that, that was a weird one. Yeah, that was a weird one. In the leg, it wasn't even like that was like a, the the one thing. He'd already amputated other stuff, like his nose. Oh, this woman's got a lawsuit. Woman charged double for eating too much at all-you-can-eat buffet. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Also, a cinema offers free entry to ginger people so they can hide from the sun. <laughs> so only redheads are allowed in, I guess. This is weird. During the UK heat wave that's been going on. Uh retired what's a vicar? V I C A priest. Okay, so retired priest caught in the act with a Henry Hoover vacuum cleaner. <laughs> that's all <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> I've yeah. not had enough of yeah. that for one night. Yeah, because if we go any farther, they're just gonna start to suck. Oh wait, that one did. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> hey, that was good. <laughs> Henry Extra. It says Henry oh. Extra on the picture of the vacuum cleaner. Mm. And it actually has a smiley face on it. So that just equally grew more disturbing. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Asher. <laughs> yeah. Did you play As Dusk Falls this week? Because I didn't play it at all this week. So I'm gonna I, try to I recall of memory. Play it much. I didn't play it this week. Um, I just like you basically got to the end of book one. And well, I guess we should explain for anybody that doesn't know this is one of those um, choose your own adventure kind of games yep. where it's a it's a story t- uh, system and then you make choices. There's a handful of them out there. Um, There's just one that came out that was like about camp counselors. I can't think of what the name of it is. Um, there's been a there's oh a that's the Corey that's the one the I've been Corey, playing but I haven't right. finished yet right yeah so it kind of plays like that it just doesn't have the um the Corey and the other ones occasionally have like a little like shooter section you know yeah um, this doesn't have any of that no man I can't think of the other company but it, that doesn't matter um it's done in a graphic novel slash watercolor kind of style I would say yeah I like it it's yeah, it, actually kind of cool. Yeah, it is really neat. It's really interesting. Um, and it's one of those where you, you get choice A, choice B, or you can usually let the timer run out and you go with like a third choice. So if like you get to choose between having a snarky remark or having a uh, more soft-spoken, quiet remark, if you don't pick either, you just stay silent. So sometimes that can af- affect your you know, uh, outcomes. Yeah. Okay. One thing I want to, I'm going to cut you off real quick to let everybody yeah. know that there is most likely going to be spoilers for the first book in this episode. So if you don't want that, you can skip past this part because I am going to get into a little bit of what we've been playing towards the end as well. So yeah, just okay. in case people uh, don't want to, don't want to hear the spoilers because yeah, I can't do this sure. without spoilers because it's like impossible. No, yeah. You can't really cover this game without telling a little bit about it. Um, and uh, you have to answer the question that Neil had on the most recent episode too. I answered it, but you weren't oh, there for it. Oh, right. No, um, I did not urinate in the juice. <laughs> the lemonade. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, 
actually up until that point, like, okay, so as I was was going through, I picked a mentality for each character. So when I was playing as uh, the, the kid brother, I tried to keep him generally like I was thinking, okay, what if he's straight laced and just kind of being influenced by his brothers? He wouldn't be in this situation if not for them, you know? Yeah, you so can kind of get the that right vibe thing. immediately too. Yeah, yeah. So like with him, when I jumped that fence and it was like, you know, how do you handle the dog? I didn't do anything to the dog and it actually bit me and I didn't fight it off, you know? Because I there are any of the ones that were like a quick time event. I failed him on purpose because I kind of wanted to see what would happen. Cause you know, usually everybody wants to get those completed. So like, you know, being bit by the dog didn't really change much, but it, it was a like little path off. Cause, Oh man, one of my favorite parts about this game, I'm going to jump around a lot with this. I'm sorry. I'll probably be the same at the end of each section. It shows you the pathways, which is cool. But it also tells you what percentage of other players chose that path. Yeah. I noticed a lot of the ones where I failed the quick time event or like um, the the married fellow you play. I chose for him to be really snotty and snarky to the the kids with the guns. He's either Vince or Jim. I think Jim's the dad. Yeah, Vince. And Vince is the married one. Yeah, so Vince, I um, was, you know, whippy to the kids, but like everybody else, I would kind of, you know, he, he was more, I don't know the word for it, uh, maybe apologetic, you know? And I noticed with him, lots of the routes I took were like in the like 10 to 20% of other people were taking. So it was really interesting to see how everybody else was playing through and some of the choices they were making with him, you know? You want to know an interesting side fact? Yeah. Zoe Walker, which is the little girl, and then she like gets older, is played by three different voice actors. Oh, okay. That, yeah, that's you pretty have, cool, but it makes sense because she goes through multiple ages, you know? Yeah, you have Zoe Walker, then you have young Zoe Walker, then you have adult Zoe Walker. <laughs> I don't know why Zoe Walker and adult Zoe Walker aren't the same person, but maybe she's like a teenager at one point. Yeah, um, she seems maybe. young I in mean, the second, the beginning of the second book, but that's getting ahead of right. ourselves. Well, no, they they show her. Um, she's the one in swimming. Yeah, and you know what? It took me forever to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't figure it out until the second book, and then I was like, "Oh, she was that." So that was well, her the whole time. It opens up with a, a girl talking about how she likes to go underwater because you know it lets her kind of forget about the events. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, but she can only stay under for so long. So she's kind of like counting down with that. Yeah. And then the story is basically playing off of her memory, which is interesting because you're playing from different perspectives and you're kind of like, well, how does she know the perspectives of the other characters? Right, right. So that that's a little odd, but I, I chalk that up to is, you know, the whole gameplay loop because there are some yeah. things in games and stories and stuff where it's like, why didn't they just do it this way? Because then the end credits would have rolled in on an hour earlier. Yeah. I got to call it some of the little the little hiccups there, though, because yeah. when it comes when it comes to like the flow of the story, it's kind of like, well, she wouldn't know what the Holtz were doing whenever they were robbing the house of the oh, sheriff. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I do think the story is pretty neat. It is a cool what's story. Going on. Like I, I. So I had a little bit of trouble because I was like, OK, I would like to see what's going on, but I never got invested in any of the characters. So. For me, I was like, I was playing, but I wasn't really hooked. I, I liked the story, but like, I was at a point where I was like, I could just watch the story go instead of, you know, picking hey, the options. That's what Twisted Joker does. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did for this episode. He watched somebody play some of it on YouTube because he was worked so much. He didn't have time to play. I was uh, like, yeah, I, that's all right. Me and Asher will take care of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand that because, you know, one of my pastimes is watching people on twitch and people are always like how, how can you just watch other people play a game i do it all and the time I, yeah i'm like well don't you watch sports you know you could go out there and play with the ball yeah that's a fair that's a fair analogy actually yeah so uh yeah um so at a certain point i was like i i kind of would just watch this as opposed to play it because i wasn't invested in any of the characters but um there was a quick time event 
that I couldn't fail. Well, I could. When you had to pick a lock, did you did you do that? Did you go locked in the door and have to use like a bobby pin or a screwdriver? I believe so. That sounds familiar. I uh, I stared at that screen uh, and failed it. I think twelve times in a row. Holy crap! Yeah, because I really was like, tried. Yeah, I did, and it just it wouldn't let me progress. I I had to do that, and I was like, ah, that that's kind of where I broke with you know my interest because I was like, now you're showing me behind the curtain. You've shown me that there is the illusion of choice. Yeah. Now, again, when you get to see the branching pathways at the end, sometimes that would show me like, oh, hey, there actually were choices here, 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 you know? So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, there is some major choices for sure. Yeah. Like when uh, the the kid gets attacked by the dog and I let the dog bite me and everything, I was like, oh, okay, they're not going to actually have any real consequences, which I thought was the case until I got the lady shot. You did too? Yep. You got a... Oh my goodness. Michelle yeah. Walker, Vince yeah. Walker's wife. So the way this story kind of plays out, because we didn't really touch too much, is you start off the game playing as Vince Walker and his family are going basically on a road trip. It's him and his wife, Michelle, and his daughter, Zoe, and his dad, Jim, who's trying to reconnect with him because he disappeared for, I don't know, so many years of Vince's life. So he's like trying to come back into his life. So you get kind of like the... Uh, I don't know. What's the word for it when the family is like not getting along? <laughs> uh, I think can... it's called family. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> dysfunctional. <laughs> I right. think I was going for dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah, dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, because you could tell that like uh, Michelle d- doesn't really get along too much with Jim. And uh, I know that Jim is like trying to push that he has cancer, which uh, yeah. we'll get we'll get into that later on because there's a big thing going on with that <laughs> later so, on in the story. I'm wondering if there's more with Jim in book two or if I missed stuff with Jim because of my choices, because he knows somebody in that town. You don't yes, just he does. hide your face for no reason. No, Yeah, I'm thinking there's more. He hides it from uh, the Holt brother's mother. Yeah, I don't remember, she, what, I don't remember a, what her name is. She's interesting. Uh, Mama Holt, Sharon, I think. Sharon Holt. Sharon, that's right. I have a list of all the characters sitting in front of me, so oh, I just God. have to scroll through it to find the ones we need. Yeah, if yeah, you so- hadn't tipped your hand on that, I would have just assumed you had like an iron memory on that one because I can't remember any. I had trouble remembering their names when I played, honestly. I even liked them. Vince is my favorite character, and I couldn't remember his name. He was the one that I got the most attached to because I'm trying to just play as the man just trying to protect his family. Okay. And like there's a there's a storyline in there where it shows like a flashback and he discovers that Michelle is probably like cheating on him or whatever. It like seems like she's cheating on him with somebody from work. Mm-hmm. And uh I chose to just trust her and it's then I got like the little thing pop up that was like you saved the marriage. Yeah, I did as that, that as well. Storyline, which I thought was kind of cool. However, I did just like you got Michelle shot because I chose when the cops bust into the uh is it a gas st- the hotel yeah oh my gosh we are this is hard to explain basically <laughs> the Holt brothers are a group of like misfit kids that are trying to rob the sheriff because he did their family dirty that's what i got out of that right yeah see this would have been a lot easier for you to explain if i hadn't just the whole hog jumped in and started talking about random <laughs> points in the game so <laughs> It's all right. Every now and again, we are allowed to have an episode that just goes all over the place. And this is that episode. Yeah. Because uh, Tony didn't take any notes. And Tony didn't play the game today, so it would be fresh on his mind. Instead, Tony was playing Saints Row 3 Remastered because the new Saints Row comes out on Tuesday, which is what we're talking about at the end of the episode. <laughs> you did write down all the names, or at least have them up somewhere so you could look at them. Oh, yeah. I did that as you were describing the game. <laughs> yeah, see, I just that, typed it as Dust Falls characters and popped up the list. Eh, that's a little bit of something. Yeah, I had the little side fact that Zoe Walker was played by three different voice actors. Now, who was the uh, lady that ran the hotel? Ooh, let's see. Because I ask, because uh, I also got her shot. And Is killed. her name Becky? It might be. I, don't, I, I feel like they don't use her name a lot. Yeah, well, the only reason I said that is because the only thing I'm seeing at the top is the Holtz, the Walkers, which is that whole is the whole family. And then I see Becky and then I see Paul Hayes, which I think is the guy that was there with her. Yeah, I think Paul is the handyman. So it must be Becky. Yet she's dead in my playthrough. 
Okay, I did manage to save her somehow. I don't remember what I did, but I managed to get her saved. Yeah, and see, then it it's probably because every time they were pointing the gun at somebody, I had him like um, Vince. Vince is his name. Yeah, Vince is the dad. Yeah, I had Vince try to like swap the gun away or get in somebody's face. Like, I had him like super aggressive towards the Holtz. I screwed up in the beginning when I was first Vince because I got the gun from him and then I chose to throw the gun away and say no more violence. Uh-huh. And then Jay, which I think is the youngest one, comes in and uh, the oldest Holt brother is not Tyler. I don't, oh my. Okay, you know what? I'm about to just give up. <laughs> Which one's the oldest one? Is it Tyler is the middle one? I think Jay is the youngest. Dale? Dale has to be the oldest. That sounds about right. Because their dad is Bear, which we'll get into later because there's the whole thing with him like trying to commit suicide that ties into the story later. But or or you just got into it now. I mean that's (laughs) a segment of the game that it actually asks you ahead of time. Would you like to skip this? It doesn't tell you why, but it says, hey, this could be, you know, disturbing and troublesome to it says it's graphic. Well, no, it does say suicide. It says it's gonna deal with suicide. Yeah, it says a graphic depiction of suicide. So I was like kind of concerned. Yeah, I do give it some credit that um, it gives you the option to skip that. Now, it's not as graphic as you would probably imagine. No. Um, but the fact that they gave you that option is really nice because I mean, up until att- that point, you could be pretty blindsided by that. You know, like there's bad stuff happening in the show. In the, the show. I call yeah. it the show. It's supposed to be a game. Uh, but like that could be really upsetting to someone, you know? Yeah, my wife actually posed that question to me earlier today. She's like, because it, it was, looks more like a show. She was like, is that actually considered a video game? And I was like, I mean, I guess if it's on the video game store. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I feel like that's a lifelong question. Yeah, because you do have like quick time events and then you just have it's literally just quick time events and social interactions, like choosing what the character is going to say yeah, or how it, they're going to respond. That, that's why I think calling it like a choose your own adventure book well, a choose your own adventure video game. If anybody actually is old enough to remember those books, um, it, I think it's very fitting. You know, you get to the end of the chapter and you make your choice and then you go to the next whatever page it sends you to. Yeah, I mean, if there's an audience out there for virtual novels, then there's an audience out there for this. Yeah. And like I said, I do. I have enjoyed the story of it so far. I did get pretty into it when I was trying to make Vince do everything he could to take care of his family and then got Michelle shot. Yeah. <laughs> the, the story is, is pretty good. Um, I just, I hit a point where I realized I, you know, peeking behind the curtain because if me failing these events, I was like, okay, I am kind of on rails for some of this, you know, some of it not like we both made the same uh, decision to trust the wife. And if yep. you, I don't know if you looked at the end, but we, there was like 15% of people that play chose that one. Yeah. It wasn't a very high amount. Yeah. So uh, that was nice to see. And that kind of kept bringing me back through it. Cause um, each of these sections, each of these chapters in the books are quite long. They're like 40 minutes to an hour. Yeah, there's four chapters or four chapters to the first book. Yeah. And like, depending on the game, like sometimes I can get into a game and I, you know, go a couple hours and it'll be fine. But a lot of the Game Pass games, I kind of hop in, play a little, like I'll play four hours total, but it's broken up over multiple days or something for this one for me to have to go through that whole hour. It was kind of like um, where I struggled with Doom. The levels were so long. And I, I wasn't sure where, like, my save points and checkpoints were, you know? Yeah, I think I just kind of got, like, when I played it, I just kind of got sucked into it for those hours. So I didn't even realize it before I knew it, like, the first book was over. Yeah. And see, I was just like, oh, that's not so bad. I don't know how many books there are in the game, though, either. I, I, I didn't have up. the kids in school at the time. So it was a lot of, like, I, I would usually try to, like, play a game for, you know, a, a, a match or a chapter or whatever, which, you know, depending on what I'm playing is like 15, 20 minutes. So right. being three times as long, I, I was noticing. So it's like, Hey, I got to go make lunch, you know? Yeah. And I think I veered off there at the beginning of the game. You're starting as Vince and you're just kind of driving in the car and going on the trip. And then you get cut off by a bunch of kids in a truck, which ends up being the Holt brothers. That I, are- I was going to say that's the Holt. If you didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't like I started talking and then we veered off into a whole nother thing. So like we've been doing the whole episode. Yeah. 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 So it kind of shows like them cutting off, cutting him off. And then he goes to a hotel because his car needs to be repaired from them cutting him off. And they go to rob the sheriff's 
house and the sheriff comes home. And so they're on the run. And that's how they end up crossing with each other again is the Holtz end up in the hotel with the guns trying to hold everybody hostage as the sheriff is trying to get, what is he trying to get a black book? Cause the sheriff, it turns yeah. out is actually dirty. Yeah. He's not but... as good of a person as he says he is. I, I kind of was surprised, like, you know, that he would have all that physically written down, but you know, yeah, it's, it's hinting that he has bribes, right? Like that's right. how he became sheriff by like bribing political people or like higher ups and businesses and stuff right? to do his campaign. Cause I feel like at some point his own brother says that he didn't want him to be sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of people don't care for him, but you know. He got there somehow. Yeah, so what happened with me whenever I was playing was I started off with Vince being aggressive, and then I kind of just was like, you know what? I'm going to just make Vince like be nicest people because I don't want to get anybody killed. Because <laughs> I'm like, if I'm trying to think from a perspective of a man just trying to protect his family, I'm just going to kind of like do what they say. Right. And then I kind of worked with, worked with the sheriff because there's a point where the sheriff will like act like he's going to help you, but then you kind of start to discover more and more about the sheriff that he's like kind of dirty. Yeah. And there's a part where you're chosen, the middle brother chooses to take you out there in order to talk to the sheriff. And there's like a sniper that's going to just shoot him. Right. I chose to save him at that part, which is what kind of set me down the path of the sheriff now not liking me and being angry and threatening that more people are going to die if I do not get him his little black book back, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. I don't know if I had an option to say anything to him. Uh, I think what happened with me was I fell off the roof. Oh, really? So you yeah. messed up the quick time event there, probably. But if there was a quick time event there, I for sure did. Because, uh, like I said, purposely trying to fail him. Yeah, well, there's like two, what would happen. There's two quick time events. There's the one where the brother comes out with a gun and they're going to snipe him and you save him. But there's also another part where the sheriff somehow gets you like a pager and he's right. like texting you. It's like a secret phone. A pizza order. Yeah. yeah and so the, the one where um, the sniper gets the whole kid. I didn't warn him there, which causes problems. But then you have to like scurry across the roof with the other Hulk kid. Yeah. With the youngest Jay. Yeah. Jay. Uh, yeah. I fell off the roof there and like, that's funny. <laughs> he, he was all like, Oh, my ankle and everything. And then like next scene, he was fine. Yeah. I, I didn't mess like, that up. On. I made it across and they had like all the lights on still. So the snipers were like, still like, gonna try and shoot at us and then like when you get to the other side if you had gotten the phone from the sheriff and chosen his thing the sheriff was like oh sorry just now seeing this they're off now i'm like yeah, oh, yeah thanks a lot sheriff yeah but i think because i had already gone down that path of the sheriff getting angry that's why he left him on i think so because yeah he he definitely was uh he was not hoping you were gonna make it out of that no he wasn't and i don't know if you got there's a scene when you don't get the black book and everybody's trying to escape and the sheriff comes ends up like fighting you and trying to murder you with a taser. Yes. Did you yeah, get that? Yeah. Yep. I ended up fighting him all the way into like the bathroom and then smashing his head on a on like a toilet bowl. And I was like, I don't know if I killed him or not. And apparently he's not dead. He's just unconscious. <laughs> yeah, that had another quick time event in there. So like I was like, oh man, I could, you know, get away and everything. But no, he basically smacks you around. He's like, don't don't let me catch you doing that again. Yeah, I fought him through the whole way. And then he like trips and tasers himself in the toilet water because he's actually trying to murder me. So I'm fighting for my life at this point. I was like, I don't want Vince to die. He's got a freaking wife and a child. Right. And uh, when you, you, you go through all that of fighting the sheriff and then you go like kind of back in the building and then the Holtz, the, uh, the mom Holt and the two brothers that are left because the middle Holt the one that I saved earlier does end up getting killed in a firefight. I don't know if I had any uh, any control over that. I think he just got shot to in die mine automatically. at a certain point. Like I think he's he, he's supposed to die there so that you know the other Holtz have changes. But yeah, because he when just gets killed. He dies. I think you know because like you chose to save him and I didn't. Right. So he dies in both aspects. I bet you there's only two branches there, but it's just when and how yeah most likely because of mine he just gets shot like right in the head right and then the mama holt is like whatever you know one of those classic like star wars i am your father lines right right so that kind of happens and then like you go back in and mama holt and the oldest holt have like your daughter and they're planning on taking her 
because they're trying to escape, but they're planning on keeping her as like their their victim, I guess, like kidnapping her in order until they make it across the border. And somehow I managed to talk them down into taking Vince instead of Zoe and then send Zoe out. So Zoe gets away. Basically, everybody gets away except for Vince by the time I got to the second book. You know, I think um, I think that's how it was with me, too. I think they were going to take Zoe and I convinced them to take Vince. So, yeah, I convinced them to take Vince. But then something very interesting happens at one point. Uh, Tyler might actually be the oldest. I don't remember the oldest. Uh, Holt brother gets out of the car to talk to the mom because they're arguing because they're trying to go to a cabin and like lay low for a little bit. And so Jay is left in the car and he's supposed to keep Vince in the like he's supposed to watch over Vince, make sure he doesn't escape. But I actually chose because at that point you're playing as Jay. I actually right. chose to elect to uh, unlock the door and let Vince get away. And huh. they chose they automatically don't chase him. So that was kind of where I left off. That was like the last thing I left off on was okay. uh, Vince Vince escaping. And I'm like kind of curious to see what happens with that. Yeah, I don't think I had that option. I wonder why. I wonder if it depends on different options you made in this story with Vince and Jay. Because I chose to kind of look out for him a little bit because you could tell that he didn't really want to be doing any of this stuff. Right. So I was kind of getting into his head a little bit with a little bit of like head games, like you don't have to do this or whatever. And then you're like, come on, this is like the last chance I have to like get back to my family. And then I just let Jay let him out. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. It gave me that option. Yeah, that is neat. And then your brother comes back and grabs you with one hand like he's the undertaker and starts choking you. And the mom stops him. I was like, he's literally about to kill this kid. Now, I hope your life was worth it, Vince. <laughs> I will say, if it's a story that's interesting to you and you can get behind the gameplay, the fact that you can go through this two or even three times, and as long yeah. as you kind of remember what you did before, you can choose the other options or give the other characters you know, your own personality twist to get a different story through. And just from us talking, it sounds like there can be quite a difference in the story, you know? Yeah, that's why I was kind of excited to uh, talk about it with you because I wanted to see if any of our stuff changed based on how we were playing it. It seems like it did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Is we it... both got we both got Michelle Walker shot. Right. But you find out later that she does survive and she's okay. At least the sheriff. I don't know if you found that out. The sheriff texted me that my wife was okay and she was getting out of the hospital. That was when he was still being nice. <laughs> um, I don't think my wife left the hospital or the, the hotel. Oh, so there, yeah, there was another option. So I managed to convince the Holtz or the like between the Holtz and the sheriff. I kind of like sweet talked, I guess, both sides to manage to allow them to let somebody leave the house, like Mm -hmm. as like a thing of good faith. And I chose for her to go first because she was shot. And she tells you to not let her go and to send the daughter out. But I was like, no, you're going to die if you stay. (laughs) So I sent her first. I sent Zoe out. Yeah, so I sent Zoe, like I said, I sent so Zoe later I on. Think if I remember right, when you get that text that you're talking about to say your wife is okay, <laughs> I think I got a text that was kind of uh, threatening that was like, oh, don't worry, your daughter's in good hands. Yeah, that, it kind of hints a little bit like it's like your, da- your, your wife is okay, and then it starts to say more people will get hurt, so it starts to get darker the more you start siding with the other group. Yeah. Which was interesting, and there's also like a thing where... Uh, Mama Holt and the sheriff seem to have some kind of thing going on too, where they yeah, knew each other I think in some they, way. They've had some connections. I think she's been getting around because I still think she's been getting around with Jim, and that's why he covered his face up because he covered it up as soon as she came in. Uh, I'm thinking they had some kind of more uh, criminal past, the three of them together or something. You know, like maybe she helped him get to be the sheriff. She know she knows about that book. I think. Or maybe not, because she seemed surprised to see what it was. Yeah, I gave her the book, and then I chose to expose myself as having that phone the entire time, too. Like, I just came clean with them. Right. Because I was just, like, curious. I was, like, curious. I was, like, what happens if I just suddenly decide to, like, help them right. instead of instead of the sheriff? So I just chose to, like, tell them the truth. <laughs> Which made the I one brother completely angry that. immediately, but yeah, yeah. The 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 brothers aren't known for their calm demeanor. No. But uh I guess that's gonna be it for the As Dust Falls section. I wanna actually give Twisted Joker some time to talk on this episode. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we cover a little bit about what we've been playing this week? That sounds good. Twisted Joker, you have the floor. Oh boy. 
<laughs> I ain't been playing. I ain't been playing a whole lot. I mean, I play some more zone with you, some fall guys. Uh, I'm gonna be playing the crap out of Saints Row here in a minute, but right now I haven't been playing a whole lot. Yeah, we hit we hit uh, fall guys pretty heavy today. Have you played that one yet, Asher? Yeah, I played that a little bit when it uh, first popped up, and then I jumped back in not too long ago for a couple matches. For me, it's kind of a, a pop in, play one or two, and then yeah, that's set how it was it back for on us the too. shelf. But uh, yeah, well. It could be pretty entertaining, I think. First, we tried out that Rumble verse because we tried it out last weekend. We got, I guess, apparently six matches we got, and then suddenly we fell into like a waiting queue of like thirteen hundred other people, and oh, <laughs> we wow. just turned it off. So then we played that a little bit. I'm not really a fan of that one, so I'm not going to talk too much on it. And then we played some Fall Guys, and then we hopped into Call of Duty Warzone because, I mean, you know, I've still been playing Call of Duty, but. Now, with Fall Guys, I got to ask, do you two have, when you play together, do you have that problem where one of you gets out early and you kind of just twiddle your thumbs watching yeah. the other guy play? <laughs> yeah, that happens. I, I feel like they need to, like, let the people that are out, like, play a mini game or something. Or, like, they they every 30 seconds can fling a fruit onto the screen or some some interactivity, you know? Yeah, because that does happen. Cause it's, and it's weird because it seems like you should all be running at the same speed, but some people are just way faster than others for some reason. It does feel yeah. that way. But I do think, like, the placement you make in, like, the first matchup or whatever then when you go into like the second round i think your placement defines on where you're starting in the line i think so i feel like it does yeah asher did you get in like last week we played and there was a specific like sonic the hedgehog crossover event going on so it was like we got a bunch of rounds where you had to run around and collect as many rings as possible no like sonic i haven't played any of the crossover stuff they've had yeah that was last weekend we did it so and then it was over like the next day i was like well at least we got to try this for like one day (laughs) I do enjoy when games have crossovers. I think it's pretty neat, uh, especially like uh, getting the IP uh, skins and stuff. Like I played Monster Hunter. So when I could get like um, there was an Aloy skin from uh, Horizon. Oh, that's kind of And cool. there was a Street Fighter one. You could like run around punching monsters as um, which is the brother that wears the white. Is that Ryu or Ken? I think Ryu wears the white. Ken Ryu? wears red. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Ken wears red. Yeah, so it was uh, the Ryu's outfit is uh, what I got there. Um, Street so, Fighter lore coming soon <laughs> to Infinite Journey. <laughs> I always think those kind of crossover games are pretty cool. Um, yeah. You Speaking guys of Warzone together? Yes, we did. Nice. Mainly because I picked up Vanguard and Twisted Joker doesn't have it anymore. So I wanted my tears for the Battle Pass since I like right. bought it last week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let's just hit up Warzone because the Battle Pass carries over between Warzone and Vanguard. Can, can I just point out once again how every time you buy something, it either becomes free or obsolete within the next like month? Yeah, that happened recently because I saw <laughs> something is coming to Game Pass. Is it Immortals Phoenix Rising? I believe oh. is coming to Game Pass soon, and I just bought that on the Switch like a month ago. I meant to tell you that the last time you were on. Well, and then the, the Battle Pass or the Season Pass or whatever with um, Call of Duty, you pick that up and it's nearly over, isn't it? Yeah, it ends on like Tuesday. Yeah, that's see. yeah. I have enough like the tiers I got. I got to like tier forty two or forty one, so I got enough COD points to like buy the next season. But I'm just gonna save them till the new game, most likely because Saints Row comes out when the next season starts. So I'm probably not gonna care about Vanguard at that point. Yeah, I get that. At least not for a while, because I'm pretty hyped for Saints Row. Yeah, yeah I'm what so happened? Excited. I uh, pre-ordered the new Saints Row on Friday and I pre-ordered like the $100 edition. So it came immediately with Saints Row 3 remastered Xbox Series X and S like next gen, like fully remastered version with like the extra frames per second and stuff, which was kind of cool. Another game I had already bought on Switch, but I just got for free for buying the new Saints Row and was like, well, I might as well play it. It's a next gen version. It's been upgraded. That's kind of what I've been playing the past few days. Has been Saints Row Three, just hyping myself up for the new game. <laughs> Saints Row the Third is always good too. Yeah, it's one of the funnest ones. I know very little about Saints Row. It's effectively sillier and wilder uh, GTA. GTA, right? Yeah. Yep. Is there any kind of co-op with that? Will you guys be able to play together? I think there is actually. I haven't yeah. looked into the new one, but They're I think there is. The okay. Because I know awesome. there, I know there is for the other ones. Because like even Saints Row Three Remastered has co-op. Saints Row co-op. I'm looking it up. 
right now as we talk on the podcast. I trying to keep I, trying to keep from having dead air. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going pretty off. sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm pretty Saints. sure it does have it. Yeah, okay. it does. It says Saints Row Reboot has multiplayer co-op, which has been a staple in the series. Nice. That'll be cool. I'm pretty sure I've jumped up on my soapbox before to go on about how I feel that games need to have some kind of co-op or multiplayer. So you can kind of show off all the stuff you get to do. Hey, get this, Asher. Saints Row four-player co-op. Oh. Oh, wait. Nope. Saints Row Reboot does not have four-player multiplayer. <laughs> I'm going to give you a headline and get me all excited and be like, nope, this isn't available. That's called <laughs> clickbait. So is there four-player co-op in the other ones? I believe so. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it says the Saints Row reboot does not have four-player multiplayer. Despite a number of games being released with this support since Saints Row 4, the only multiplayer offering at Saints Row is a two-player co-op mode. So Saints Row 4 had four-player co-op. Man, that would have been insane because those games are so much fun just causing chaos. Like my favorite, my favorite missions or missions. Basically, it's like an open world, just like GTA. So you can have missions and you can do like multiple of one type to get more money or more respect so you can get your upgrades or like better weapons and like upgrade your weapons and stuff. But there's one called insurance fraud where you just throw yourself in front of cars and try to rack up as many points as possible by like flying into cars (laughs) and getting hit by as many as possible. And the entire entire time your guy's just like, oh, 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 that one's going to cost you. And it's just like hitting all these different cars. So there's that, there's an example bizarre. of Saints Row for you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so it's literally GTA. Just if GTA like had a bunch of people that were in the office smoking weed and getting up and like drinking all day, because <laughs> that's what it feels <laughs> like. That is pretty good. I, I love when games add those modes like that or missions that are just like off the wall. My favorite part about Saints Row Three is the one point you have to go to like a club of gimps to save somebody. <laughs> and uh, when you save him, he's like a pimp, but his entire thing is just singing everything in auto tune. So oh. like every time you talk to him, like he's just like, there's one part where he's just like, if you hadn't bust me out, I would have walked the other way. And it was just like auto tune the whole time. My voice sounded horrible, but in the <laughs> game, it's freaking hilarious because every time you talk to the guy, that's just his voice for the entire game. <laughs> well, see, now we've come full circle because you sang the intro. Yep, and now I'm singing the outro because <laughs> that's basically where we're at. <laughs> we're just about hit our hour. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, there's the insurance fraud. There's mayhem moments where you just cause as much chaos and destroy as much property as possible. And usually you get like a tank for that. You just blow up everything. That Those one's fun, fun too. Asher, I do think you would get a kick out of the game. However, I, the I one thing would. the one thing I have to do note have to do note. I don't even know if that's a complete sentence is that these games are not politically correct in any means, at least not the old ones. I don't know how the new one's going to be, but there's some Probably stuff that I guess some, same vein. some people could find pretty offensive in these games. <laughs> like the They're fact that, games. I mean, Saints Row 3 is collectibles of a bunch of blow-up dolls that you have to collect. And there's a whole <laughs> thing there where you're like, I don't even want to know what you're using these for. And the guy's like, They're collectible! It's not like that! <laughs> That's great. <laughs> He's like, they're collectible. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny, but yeah, some people might find like that kind of stuff or like the gimp club and stuff like that could have been kind of offensive. Definitely shocking to some people. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> shocking to me because I didn't remember it. <laughs> I went there for Saints Row 3 and I was like, whoa, this dude's got a freaking ball gag in his mouth. And then you're like, <laughs> ask, you're like, have a gun to his face telling him to uh, tell you where like the manager is. And then he's like getting all excited and grabbing at your pants. And I just oh. shot him. <laughs> I, just shot, I was like this is weird i just shot the guy <laughs> this is weird. Is weird now i shoot you yeah no i just because you could pretty much just shoot everything in that game every person it doesn't matter same with saints row 4 which that one was i think i talked to you about that one before where i said it was like you get invaded by aliens and then you're in like in a matrix kind of system and you yeah, get superpowers you, you were kind of describing it to me and i was like this this is off the rails just out there games like it just yeah you would tell me something. I'm like, that is insane. And then you would follow it up with something that was more insane. Kind of how <laughs> I just did with Saints Row 3. Exactly. <laughs> Blow up dolls, gimp suits, insurance fraud, tank mayhem. It's just it's this complete absurdity. I can only hope that all these games start out very straight laced and like almost boring. And nope. then like just out of <laughs> nope. nowhere, the craziness happens. Nope. They start you uh, with the craziness immediately. Saints Row 3 starts with you robbing a bank and getting in a complete firefight. 
And then like you get a hold of the safe and you're like riding on the safe with a helicopter trying to carry it away and you're trying to shoot all the uh, SWAT team and shoot the helicopters down that are trying to kill you. <laughs> I think they should let that kind of come in just like 10 minutes in or something. Just <laughs> just give you a little bit of serenity before they just hit you with the weird tsunami. Yeah, that's like the immediate beginning of the game because then you get caught and then it kind of triggers the whole thing because the bank that you rob was the owner of another gang or whatever. It's like his bank. Mm-hmm. So then he's like somehow like you end up in a plane with him and Johnny Gat, which is like your best friend, ends up like trapped and you and Shondi, which is your other friend, have to like jump out, which triggers a whole funny thing, which I actually talked about in last episode. So anyway, listening, you can hear me tell Neil about it. Yeah, I did hear that because um, I had recently just had someone tell me about that whole scenario, too, about the, uh, you know, him calculating it and, you know, I can make it. You mean we and, you know, that whole scenario. Yep. Yeah, and and they just throws just her about that. and then you you talked about it last episode. So it's one of my favorite scenes in video games. And she's just like, you mean me, right? And he just freaking throws her. <laughs> then he picks her up. I think I think depending on which voice you choose, he says a different thing when he picks her up. Because oh, okay. I think the guy with the accent, I'm pretty sure, says, did you miss me? And then the uh, guy with like the normal accent is just like, gotcha. Now, her response is the same every time. She's just like, you're an effing a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Which is pretty funny. And the, uh, the uh, normal guy's just like, okay, I deserve that. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. <laughs> and then uh, Saints Row 2, if anybody has uh, Xbox, if you have, uh, what's the the ulti- Game Pass Ultimate? Yeah. You get like Xbox Live Gold or whatever included with it. Yeah. I'm not sure what so, the tiers are called. Well, you know how they have like the Game Pass Gold. They give you like three, two or three games every month, okay, and they're yeah. usually like Ultimate complete garbage. The top end. Yeah, they're usually like complete garbage. That's well, that's how PlayStation felt. Yeah, this time <laughs> they're not because uh, Saints Row Two was included for that for this month. So if you have oh, Xbox okay. Live Gold, go ahead and pick up Saints Row Two. It's like an Xbox 360 game. I started playing a little bit of that one because I never played that one. I only played the third and the fourth one. I never played that <laughs> one, so I kind of wanted. Because I think they actually do tie into each other, and then this new one is just a reboot of the first game. So oh, that'll be cool because I never played it. The new one's actually its own thing. Oh, so it's, it's kind of so it's not even a reboot; it's just the own. Yeah, it's like a reboot of the series itself. Yeah, so it's kind of just doing its own. It looks like the customization for like the characters you're getting like full on customization more so than before with this new one. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool. My other favorite thing, Asher, with uh, Saints Row 3 and 4 was that you can choose like a, a greeting and a taunt for okay. people. So like, which is the same thing, I think, in GTA, you could either insult people or like, but in this one, you, the uh, one of the uh, greetings is the Carlton dance. And I always <laughs> pick that one because it's just ridiculous. And I have my dude in like a freaking samurai DLC outfit just doing the Carlton throughout the streets. <laughs> that, and that's then pretty I, irritating. And then I have him doing the old uh, John Cena WWE where he waves his hand in front of his face for you can't see me. That's oh, okay. like my insult. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they get pretty they get pretty ridiculous with it. But yeah, so that's about how that's going. Asher, I don't even think we got into what you've been playing. So. Oh, um, so I've been delving quite a bit still on uh, Minecraft. I talked about that recently. Um, you know what? That just reminded me when you said that. You made my wife actually want to play Minecraft. So that may be a story soon. Oh, okay. My wife awesome. gets back into gaming via Minecraft. I mean, it's, it's really cool because it, it covers a lot of the bases. Uh, but I've been playing on a server with some other people and uh, I've been taking it upon myself to like expand town because we all kind of worked on being in the same place. And I'm just like, oh, and well, here's a new hut where we store this. And hey, here's a redstone machine that, you know, turns your dirt into mud because otherwise yeah. doing it is really like a menial task but if you set up the right circuitry it can be a lot quicker so and uh i've been playing uh wild rift which is the uh league of legends mobile game oh another one of those mobile games that came out yeah you told me that you wanted to do a thing on mobile games and i was like uh asher i can't do that because my right. phone can barely handle twitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah figured it would be something we could maybe check out but uh that has been uh a lot of fun for me because Playing League of Legends on the computer, I used to play it a lot, and I tried getting back into it, and I don't know what it is that I just, I'm, I'm falling down somewhere, you know, I'm not clicking at the right things, whatever, but when I play it on my phone, 
it feels a lot more fluid. And because I'm on my phone, I can, you know, go like, go lay in the bed, play a match, put it down, go to bed, you know? Right. It feels a lot more accessible. So, and they've got a battle pass system up there that, you know, you get free stuff periodically and everything. Anytime that there's a battle pass where you get access to it with at least some of it for free is always nice. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like how companies have started doing that, like Call of Duty and other stuff where they, you'll get some, maybe not every tier is free, but like mm-hmm. you get a bunch of free tiers. I think the ones that do it the best is where you get free stuff every tier and then buying it gives you extra Extra. Stuff. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That's my favorite. Now, Call of Duty doesn't do that, but usually on the free tiers, you're getting a brand new weapon, which is kind of cool. You get like two weapons each season. Okay. So you get like a brand new weapon to experiment with, or or if you get both, if you get high enough, you get both of those weapons. I always thought that was cool because that's always on the free tier and not a bot tier, nice. which has been kind of cool. That's cool. All right. I guess that's going to do it. We've gone, I don't know, an hour and five minutes or so. Yeah, something like that. Which is really funny because I messaged you that I thought the episode was going to go longer, but I didn't. The As Dusk Falls didn't go as long as I thought it would because we were just all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we that that's mostly my fault because I kind of just you know kept jumping in at like random points in the game. I really should have let you explain it before I just went whole hog and you know I almost felt like I ranted about it a little bit. That's kind of uh, what I did too, though, because like I started trying to explain and then it was like mid sentence. I just forgot everything. That- <laughs> like yeah. like i don't remember it in order i remember it from all the different notable moments that i played well, that's, so that's I think kind of people what... playing through will have a same effect if they try to explain yeah. it it's, it's a difficult one to explain because like you said there are notable moments and you kind of so. almost forget about the stuff in between so yeah i agree all right I want to thank you both. Well, thank you both. Twisted Joker, I definitely want to thank you for joining the episode. It's been a long time. It was fun hanging out with you. Yeah, it definitely has been fun. I enjoyed being back, man. And Asher, as always, I'm going to throw you to the outro because I had to do it by myself last week. (laughs) Just remember, folks, when you're gaming, your journeys are always infinite.